0: You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach All Alright, this is Bench Talk Live. Got a great episode for y'all today. Can't wait to get after it. We got a lot of questions that came in through Instagram the other day. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Just waiting for a few more to join us live here. And then we'll begin the show. Appreciate everyone tuning in. We're going to have a discount code for 20% off. Again, on BigBenches.com. till tonight only. Uh, we do have new shirts and hoodies available uh, on the website. AI Training, I need a sip of coffee for the working man. You got it, my friend. Sip of coffee to you. I apologize if the audio isn't crisp on YouTube. Uh, new phone doesn't have a uh, headphone adapter, so I'm going to have to get that ordered in. What's up, Stevie joining in i didn't even know you had access to youtube to be honest with you stevie is a social media mute but uh you know he's the dancing figure that you'd see in our vlogs all right guys i'm going to start with some questions that came in from instagram the other day all right uh ai training good i'm glad that the audio was good there Uh, i'm going to get into some questions that came from our instagram the other day all right tips First one being tips for benching with long arms, and this is one I get quite often. Uh, if you have longer arms, you're kind of shit out of luck on the bench because you know that's an increased range of motion for you. So some of the things that you're going to really want to focus on um, is really dialing in that setup because that's where you're going to gain any advantages in that setup. Um, you have to make sure that you you got that T-spine mobility. You you want to be able to arch from your upper back. You know, you want to be able to really dial in that setup because you know, if you otherwise um, you kind of shit out of luck there. So uh, the big thing with with longer arm benchers is going a little bit wider on the bar uh, in an effort to cut down on some of that range of motion. Close grip isn't always the friendliest for long arm benchers since they're already going to be stressing their triceps such a high degree because um, eventually they're, they're just going to have to be able to finish with the triceps. It's not if you're a short arm bencher, you can get a good pop from um, the lats here, finish with the triceps uh, right at the top. You know, For a longer arm bencher, it's going to be really high demand on the triceps. That's usually going to be the weak point um, regardless. So going wider is a good strategy for them. And usually if you have long arms, you're usually going to have a lot of shoulder girth too. Uh, so that's just going to be a better position for you. Uh, whereas you know if you have shorter arms, usually you're a little bit uh body structure is tighter, so you can get away with uh, being closer and that being a, a good position for a good stack position. So definitely reaching out a little bit further with your grip uh your grip is going to be a, a big thing for you. Um, the one advantage you do have that Josh Bryant talks about is you have a stronger. Um, stretch reflex there in the bottom because you have so much more loading um, in that range of motion. So that's the one thing that you uh, really got going for you as a long arm bencher. Think of it as like the bench shirt. If you're not traveling very far in a bench shirt um, you know, like for myself I rely on a very 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 tight shirt because I'm not stretching it a ton. So I need a very tight shirt so that I can actually get into that material. Um, yeah, the same type of thing for a long arm bencher. Right, That's an advantage you have because you can get into that stretch reflex so much. Uh, a lot of recoil there. Chris Koger, going for a new PR Sunday, 500 pounds, single ply. When should I start my rest? Uh, so, going for a new PR Sunday. I imagine you're doing a meet this weekend, my friend. Uh, good luck at that meet. Uh, if not, if you're just training, uh, today is Tuesday. Today would be the last day that I would train. So I would do probably for you a bench warm up. So I would just go through, you know, the warm ups you would take before even getting on the bench at the meet and then I would work up to your last warm up. Not even an opener, just last warm up, cut it there, you know, in this process really dialing in speed of the bar, setup, everything, you know, visualizing the meet, visualizing the attempt. If it's not at a meet, um, use visualization during this session. Imagine yourself in that setting, people around, uh, calls, all that, dial it in for what's going to happen on the weekend. So I would start your rest today. Get that final session in if you haven't already, if you train the other day, so be it. But then the rest of the week, you're just chilling out, resting up, eating up sip of coffee to the working man again i got a code for twenty percent off the website till tonight only so stay with us and i will be dropping that code for you guys got some other great questions that came in through instagram the other day one of them being what do you do to prevent bicep tendon inflammation now i haven't had much issues with my bicep i've had issues in the past with my elbow I've had a lot of issues with my forearms primarily and that affecting my elbow Um, the best thing that I've done seriously was to get bi-weekly massage done deep tissue but by someone that's actually going to do deep tissue massage it should not feel pretty especially your first session as a lot of those structures are very tight and bound up but that has really been a huge benefit to me is getting that bi-weekly massage I don't do it every week. Bi-weekly seems to to be that good amount of maintenance that I need. I uh, haven't had problems with my neck. I would always pull my neck. Just turning my head, I'd pull my neck. It was pretty ridiculous. Um, I'd have a really stiff neck. I haven't had those issues. Um, the forms haven't had those issues. Actually, this year is the first year I'm benching every single week in my shirt. But I feel great doing it. know i have no problems doing that in the past i would have been i can't even tell you three weeks in a row in a shirt i mean the second week in a shirt would have been a disaster but this year uh, i've been able to manage that very very well um it's been good having a combination of shirts too so i'm not always in my tight tight shirt i'm not always at the point where i'm trying to break in a shirt um so i have that option to go to the looser shirt but um yeah, I've been able to manage that very well. Uh, Massages has helped me a ton, as well as, um, you know, my own self-myofascial release stuff and just working on mobility, but I really haven't had to do a ton of that because it hasn't really been a problem getting that massage. Matt says, the tendon has to be loaded properly. All tendons have some degeneration in them, but loading them properly gets tissue to remodel. Yeah, so I remember uh, Matt posted up a great video in our team group about... Uh, essentially, what I have our athletes do a recovery bench session where you're just kind of um, going in there with the the purpose of recovering from what you were doing previously, having good form, good technique, and just doing higher reps, very lightweight um, I think that was what Matt was getting at at that video as well. Um, Matt is a PT, so all y'all know. I know he's frequent with us every week. Appreciate you jumping on again, Matt. Stevie has not managed it well, uh, but I've been telling him get the biweekly massage, so you got to help yourself there, my friend. Um, but a boomstick would be nice, too. Uh, so having a boomstick is something that uh, I actually want to get in here at some point because that has helped me a lot, too. I used to do this thing for my pec when I was having um, some tightness in my right pec, um, I'd put the boomstick leveraged on the wall so it could dig right into the into that area I need, whether it's the, the front delt here or in the pec. Um, I would do that a lot. I would roll out my forearms with that. Um, so that's a fantastic tool. Was, that brought me to mind. Uh, a deal, if it ain't raining, we ain't training. If it ain't raining, we ain't training. That's uh, a little... That's making me think here. If it ain't raining, we ain't training. So you want to train in the rain, you're saying? I don't get that one, my friend. Uh, have you run into... Let's see. Have you run into anything unexpected when trying to start a business? Um, I don't always say I ran into anything unexpected at first. Uh, there's definitely some learning moments. Uh, I remember... I invested 2017 in the company to help me kind of promote through my social media channels. But I was already doing a lot of that myself. Um, So I ended up not using them very much for the amount that I was paying them. And um, that was a huge blow at the time. So... That was a learning experience. That was a good chunk of change gone that could have been used towards something else. Um, but you not nothing I guess unexpected. just kind of those those learning curves figuring things out, how I would brand Instagram, stuff like that. As you guys know from watching the Instagram, uh, it's all videos that are gonna help you guys out. If you go there, I want it to be a resource. You know, I want you know, our YouTube to be a resource. Uh, I want there to be some entertainment value with doing the blog. But um, you know I want everything I'm doing to be more of a resource than a personal promotion. Okay, If athletes enjoy the, the content, they use it, it works, they want more, there's those outlets, our VIP membership, our online coaching program. They know how to reach me. They know where to meet me. So, you know, that's, uh, that's really been the, the key is just figuring out, you know, that part of it and the whole deal. But I guess nothing unexpected that I can, I can see. Uh, Matt, for training back, do you like to keep the trunk-supported chest-supported row, for example, or unsupported bent-over rows? So, it really depends on the day. If I'm going to be taxing my back a lot... So you got to know what taxes your back. If you're going to do a session where you're squatting and deadlifting, you're probably going to want to go to a chest-supported row variation. And you can do something heavy like a chest-supported T-bar row or a seal row. Um, If if it's a day where maybe I'm benching, uh, my speed bench stuff, I do feet up right now to save my lower back most of the time. And that I will do a, a position where I have to hold the hinge pattern. And actually, that's been something that I've been trying to really dial in in my training. Too is the hardest part is not the back strength in the barbell row. It's holding that hinge position for me with the weight out in front. Um, so it, it really depends. You gotta you gotta see how much you can tolerate. It's probably a best idea to do chest supported on days where you might be squatting or deadlifting. Is deadlifting really bothers your lower back, then do chest supported that day. If squatting really bothers your lower back, then do chest supported that day. You know, I go to that whenever I want to really isolate the back. And sometimes I'll do um, do like a barbell row and then do a chest supported variation. So you just got to think total volume on your lower back. You know, some athletes, I've had that just, they couldn't tolerate that much ended up tweaking the lower back a little bit but then we would adjust and not put so much volume there build that up um so yeah that it it really depends but you know both of them you can use to uh, get around things in your training obviously uh, being unsupported is your best bet best bang for your buck if you can handle that majority of the time that's where I would go heavy. I wouldn't go as heavy on chest supported. Probably use more isolation high rep. But I would go heavy on like a barbell row or something like that. Thoughts on weighted dips for bench carryover. Uh, so I'm not a big dip fan. I don't do much dips myself. I've been through that before. Um, I, I've shared my opinion on this. Um, those videos of people tearing their pecs on the dips freak me out. Um I think it's a great exercise. I certainly have sprinkled them into the programming here and there for some of our athletes who have that equipment available to them. But um, not something that I personally do. But I do think, uh, especially if you do them heavy for the triceps where you keep a very vertical torso, uh, I think that could be a great exercise, especially weighted because you can really load that up a bit. Plus someone's body weight. If you can tolerate, um, you know someone's body weight. If you're like two hundred fifty pounds, that's a big tricep extension. Uh, Chris, are you ever going to do a clinic in South, in the South Georgia? Uh, I would absolutely love to do a clinic in Georgia. Uh, the main way that I schedule those is. Is someone such as yourself, my friend, um, if you know a gym in the area, that would be able to host an event. So we're looking for like private powerlifting or CrossFit venues that might be interested in having a bench clinic. Um, They have that populace there that that might interest them. I will reach out. Um, So I kind of use referrals from you guys to reach out to these places. And suggest something like that. And if we can work something out, awesome. And get it on schedule. So right now I'm trying to fill 2021. Um, so I'm trying to get as much on the schedule for then as possible. We have one coming up in Michigan in December and then Canada in February. I would love to go to Georgia. I've been planning to go to Georgia, train with my buddy there, Tony Carlino. Um, that's definitely on my list of two do's. I uh, also want to get out to, I believe it's Virginia, to train my buddy there, Jimmy Cobb. Um, you see some of the shit he's doing. Unreal. Unreal. And check out his, uh, his podcast is back, the Colb Strong Power Podcast. Um, you know, great stuff there. Uh, Jimmy's awesome dude, so I definitely want to get out there and train with him too. But definitely have more travel plans coming up in the next year. Hopefully all is good. But, yeah. Um, yeah, if you guys want me to come to your area for a bench clinic, I would love to meet you. Work with you hands on. Just let me know a few gyms, just shoot me a DM. Let me know a few gyms I can reach out to and I will definitely do that. Best accessory for triceps that isn't a bench variation. So I was just showing um, a guy the other day, a the banded tape press. And that's an excellent, excellent move. Uh, that's something that I, I kind of came about, uh, I was messing around in the gym and I was like, you know, tape press, you know, you know, love how that really mimics that bench pattern, but I wanted to do it a little bit differently, I wanted to use band tension in there, um, you can deload the elbows better in the bottom and then get that real strong kick at the end, uh, so the banded tape press, and we have a video of that, if you search that on our YouTube channel, pretty much you're just lying down with the bands crossed over, kicking them out here pinning your shoulders down and just kicking the bands out uh that's a great one so i'd say that um you know you really can't go wrong there's so many ways to train triceps and i wouldn't say one is better than the other i'd say the the ones where you can move the most weight are going to give you the best bang for your buck like with anything jm press was something that i absolutely hated but i've actually gotten much stronger on the JM press for instance um 95 pounds used to really be a struggle for me now i'm doing sets of 10 um with 155 pounds so it's been a pretty drastic increase feeling really good with the jam press and again at first felt like shit didn't feel like i had the movement down but you give yourself time to adapt it goes back to the podcast i did the other week um things that you really suck at that now is a staple in your program and. JM Press. I wanted to include that. Um, I should have snuck that in there. That's a huge one, but um, that I'd say has been a huge bang for my buck there. Uh, Matt, where can we find powerlifting clinics in general? Uh, so, powerlifting clinics. I know hard to hard, hard to kind of come across because you got to be following the right people. Um, you know, you need to be following people when they they put out that they're going somewhere i mean there's no great i wish there was like a website you could go to and just be like hey this person this person's coming to this area um you just gotta kind of be in the right place i guess in social media to find those things uh kabuki strength does a great one you know they're always putting stuff out um you know the ones i like so I, i love the kabuki strength one that was a fantastic summer it was long it was three days when i did it um, but you do, you learn a lot of good stuff, a lot about, um, you know, the biomechanics and the body and stuff like that, especially a lot on bracing, breathing, that type of deal. But, uh, I always enjoyed the clinics where, um, it was, it was like a, a big time lifter. Like Ray Williams clinic was a great one. Um, I like hearing the stories more. I really like, it, um, you know, for all the people that i've learned from stan efforting was an awesome awesome speaker you know he's always fantastic um but especially um you know hearing from those guys that you really look up to and great lifters and just kind of hearing stories i just I, you know I, I get more out of like firsthand experiences that they share and stuff like that than anything um that's the stuff i'm really into but um yeah, I guess you just got to kind of be in the right place at the right time to hear of uh, some good clinics. I don't know Sweet Burns does some clinics with uh, Greg Panora. Um, I've been to those as well. That's a great one. Um, but yeah, I guess you got to be in the right place. Matt says we'll have to get you to Adam's house so we can get a smoker and beer and get to Benching. Hey, if Adam, I'll, I'll bring a tent. We'll set up a tent right outside his garage there. We'll open it up. We'll use Adam's bench, and then we'll smoke some meats after. I think that's a prime idea, Matt. Uh, Adam is is one of our athletes on the team. Everyone there in the Texas area, that would be pretty awesome. He should be in here to confirm. We'll set it up. Uh, Strength Training Lee, I have AC and SC joint injury. How to fix. Um, That one, a little bit out my scope, my friend. Um, wish I could give you a, a direct answer. I would focus um, on analyzing where you're limited in your, your shoulder mobility and then trying to work on that if you're getting into a good position on the bench to start. Um, we have some shoulder warm-ups you could check out on our channel involving the bands. So just getting that area ready to go. I do a lot of scapular movements just so I can be in the best position possible. So I do scap pull down, scap retractions. Um, been doing this thing, the big bend hold, I'm calling it. It's like a push-up plus hold against the band to just tighten down with everything after you do the scap um, warm-up stuff. So all that will help put you in a better position. But in terms of fixing a problem that's already existing, a little outside my scope, my friend. Din Doberman, Coach Benny, what's up, buddy? Bypass screen shares. No matter how much I think leg drive, I can never do it when I bench. Well, I'd have to really take a look and see what's going on there, my friend. If you want to shoot me a DM on Instagram or something. um, And uh, the the big thing with with leg drive, a lot of people uh, get mixed up, is that you're not going to get this huge, giant pop. You know, you're not going to feel this. Uh, You shouldn't, at least. That would be like a sink and heave where you're relying on your legs to give you such a huge pop. Uh, Usually, the legs are just going to be in a static position. You're just going to be pushing back. You log that in, okay? Uh, Lock that in, and then you're just pushing back in just a static position. And you're using that to be in the best position possible. Load your lats to get the pop. So, oftentimes, when lifters say they're struggling with leg drive, that's because they're looking to like time it. Um, and they're, they're thinking they should have this huge pop when in reality it shouldn't really be like that. (sighs) What's the music name in your intro videos? I'm not sure on that. My friend, uh, that was edited by Elvis. So I'm not sure what he used for that track. Strength Training Lee thinks, um, a deal. Would you ever do clinics on Mount Everest? Uh, I guess if we could set that up and have people there. (laughs) But I'll I'll do bench clinic wherever my friend. Sip of coffee to the working man. All right, I'm gonna drop the code, guys. This is good for twenty percent off tonight only. Bigbenches.com. If you want to grab some wrist wraps, best wrist wraps in the game. We've Got two different types of wrist wraps. A nice stiff casting wrap that's long. And then we have a 24-inch multi-purpose wrap. A little more lenient, easy to get on and off. Good for your in-between lifts. Um, Your overhead press, something you can leave on. You got elbow sleeves, compression wraps if you're having any discomfort, form, elbow region. Um, We got the new t-shirt out. So again, guys, 20% off. Tonight only, bigbenches.com. The code is LEGDRIVE l-e-g-d-r-i-v-e leg drive okay so everyone listening the code leg drive is good until tonight only save 20 percent off the entire website so if you want a bench program we have templates available we have the off season which the six week off season pairs in perfectly with the six week bench program so you could run those for 12 weeks um We have a full power program, all that. Check it out, bigbenches.com, code LEGDRIVE. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Are you frustrated with your training progress? I get it. I've been there, and I've also helped numerous athletes break their plateaus. I'd like to invite you to a cost-efficient way of joining our Big Benches team, the VIP membership. Through joining our exclusive team group hosted via Facebook, you'll receive access to everything you need to see big progress in your training. Access all of our program templates for free. Coaching critiques on lifts and exclusive video tips on how to improve technique. Not to mention, all members receive a 15% lifetime discount to our store. Need new wraps, sleeves, apparel? It's all there. Join the VIP membership today by visiting bigbenches.com. Look forward to having you on the Big Benches team. Alright guys, so let's get to some more questions here. Alex Williams, do you do free form checks on Instagram? Um, I get to them when I can. Uh, I will give you some some tips on where to go uh, from from where you're at currently. Some things that'll help you out. Um, But it takes me a little bit a while to get to those because I gotta make sure that our coaching athletes are taken care of. I gotta make sure if I'm if I'm gonna be jumping on there and looking at videos that um, the people in our VIP membership that send me videos, they're taken care of. And then I'll get to the Instagram. So it might take me a few days for sure to get to them. Um, But I have them bookmarked and I try to get through and offer some advice where I can. Um, I only ask that someone doesn't send in multiple videos all the time. Um, I would tell you to, to jump on our VIP membership. That's what that service is for. But I will give you a good head start on what you should look for. I don't mind that at all. It's all about helping each other out. So, um, <clears throat> rigor. I often hear flaring the lats when pressing. Should I feel the same sensation like during something like a lat spread pose? Because I can't, I just can't get the same feeling with my shoulders down and back. Um, so flaring the lats, uh, that's probably more rooted in equipped lifting. Uh, that I wouldn't really think as much about with raw lifting i would probably stay crunched down if anything try to keep that position just punch with the triceps uh wouldn't try to like actually flare lats or do any of that motion we don't want to disconnect that shoulder blade so that's probably a cue more rooted in equipped lifting and then as a raw lifter you want to avoid that why that would be a good equipped cue is where you got to emphasize that throwback so you're in such a tucked position that you can't just press up from there you need to be able to um, kind of flare back into it <clears throat> geopower 50 i want to thank you for all the advice leg drive pinch tuck take out pause work dramatically improved because of you any of your seminars ever come to massachusetts yeah actually i'm born and raised in massachusetts um east hampton mass and i've done a bench clinic in holyoke mass uh we had one set up uh, one of our athletes, Beth at a place in Florence, Massachusetts. But um, you know with, with everything going on, uh, we had to reschedule and cancel that event ultimately. Uh, but hopefully next year we can make something work there. But again it just comes down to we just have to have a location. If you have any suggestions, feel free to message me and uh, I'll reach out. And then uh, if we can go from there and set something up, that'd be awesome. put it on schedule. So uh, that, that's how that works. I would love to come out to anyone's area and um, just need to set something up. So, yeah, definitely do one in Massachusetts. I have done them in Massachusetts. We had a great turnout for that, that clinic. Uh, soft touch versus sinking touch, which one is better for pause bench? Um, so if you're going to go and pause bench, uh, you want to get the best training effect possible. Uh, if you're doing like a long pause, I assume, not just a comp pause, then um, I would definitely do soft touch. I would actually do t-shirt variation where you're barely letting that bar touch. It's just the hairs of your shirt but not letting it touch your chest. That's how I would approach it. Make training harder. The competition becomes easier. You know, it's always look to make things harder. I think is a good strategy. Uh, Geopower 50 can you also do another video on JM Press? I think I'm doing it wrong. Uh, if you're concerned if you're doing it wrong, my friend, feel free to shoot me a video. I'll take a look. Um, but I'll tell you, though, when you first start doing it, it always feels like it's wrong. It's an awkward movement. You're, you're purposely kind of butchering a close-grip bench to turn it into like a skull crusher. And It's neither a skull crusher nor a close-grip bench. It's a really awkward feeling groove. Um, but you have to give it some time. You know, it's, it, That goes back to my podcast I did last week. If you guys haven't seen the podcast, The Benchcast, you can listen to it on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, what I talked about last week is exercises where you do them at first and they feel wonky. They feel they hurt. They don't feel great. But then all of a sudden, like, you're feeling really great progress with them and they, they're coming along. Uh, JM Press was one of those for me. It took me a good month or two to really start feeling pretty consistent with them. Now I'm at the point where they're feeling very strong. I'm progressing on them at a rapid pace. It's paying off dividends with my bench. All my shirted benches have been feeling really good, really strong. So definitely one of those movements that helped me a ton recently. So I would keep giving it a go, my friend. I really think it's it's a a valuable exercise. Parush Shiroi. What's your current one-rep max raw bench press? Um, So I haven't tested the raw bench in, well, I guess it would be a year and a half now in competition. That was the last time I trained for a raw bench. Uh, Hurt my shoulder this year, so I haven't really done anything heavy raw. Um, My best, though, at that time year and a half ago was 440 I did in competition. So um, I guess that would be the number to beat going forward. But right now I'd I would take high three hundreds to be honest with you. I haven't raw benched in a long time. Um, it's always something you have to train for. Everyone wants to relate that equipped number to the raw number. And they're just they're totally different things. Totally different strength curves, technique versus, you know, being just raw and not having as much of that to worry about so there's there's so much differences uh, and i understand you know if you see a guy do 1100 in a shirt or something it's like you want to know what he raw presses but the the two are just so far different and it's like you, you can't have you can't imagine julius maddox in a shirt either because it's a whole different world so yeah he's a 800 pound raw bench but who really knows when he gets in a shirt it's a totally different movement altogether jc hey your channel is a gold mine, appreciate it, JC. Watched vid on self unwrapped grip, engaging the lats, leg drive. Benching is like a different exercise now. Here's a question Does engaging the lats work with OHP? Yeah, absolutely, my friend. Um, that's a big component of having a successful overhead press, is, is being able to get tight underneath the bar, right, and um, pull those shoulder blades down um get that lat engagement get tight in the lats you can create that shelf the press off of the way i think of the overhead press exact same technique that you would do in the bench it's just standing position so you still want a good tight base to the ground spreading on the floor oh excuse me sip of coffee to the work man. you want a good base to the floor root those feet in get the hips tight and then good bracing mechanics right, and then boom, lats are tight, and then you're solid foundation all the way up, so same things, same things, just apply it to the standing position, do you think Brian Carroll was high with that 1306 squat, uh, so I actually, I didn't even see that my friend, I think that I, w- I did see a video of Brian Carroll today, um, but I did not watch it all the way through and read it, so um, that's pretty freaking impressive, I believe that's a world record if he hit that. So um if he was high, I don't know, I didn't really see the video, but uh quip lifting, you know, it's you notoriously get away with some some high squats. Um and you know, to it's, it's thirteen hundred pounds, that's a lot to have on your back. It's impressive either way, but you know, I hate when people still use the excuse, well, you know, that's a lot of weight regardless. Yeah, you still want to get down to a respectable depth. Um, so I don't have to see the video. Joey Keeley. Hey, do you have any advice for mental preparation for a big bench? Yeah, actually, we have a video that should be coming out uh, eventually here on mental preparation for the bench press in terms of what you're focusing on going into meat. Um, I'd say visualization is a huge thing. Um, you know actually the night before me i'll just lay down headphones in and i'll just kind of like go through the meat in my head and visualize things so that's a huge mental training component uh also you're realizing the nerves are a good thing so you know we're all nervous when we get up there to the platform if you're not then you probably don't care and then it's time probably to hang it up um you know, there's always some nerves that accompany is it. That you don't know what's gonna happen. You're going for this lift you never hit, or something like that. You know, we get get the nerve buildup, but learning to take that, realize that's a positive thing. That means you care about what the hell is gonna happen. Turn that into confidence. All right, feel confidence in that moment. And if you don't have confidence, fake confidence because that'll make you a confident person. Uh, you got to be walking around like, I got this. You know I'm confident. I know what I can do. Um, and like I said, if you're still a nervous ball of wreck, you fake that confidence. You, you portray that, and then you become that. So that would be some of my biggest tips. Are you going to jump on this strict curl bandwagon? Um, I don't think so. I haven't done much strict curling. Um, but no, I, I have no intentions of uh, strict curling nothing right now uh which one do you prefer for back yates row or barbell row Penley row big back big bench absolutely my friend um so i like the Penley row just because that's a nice blend of i don't have to hold that hinge position the entire time so i can actually use my back and give my lower back a rest um i like the Penley for that because you're coming back down to the ground and resetting um but you can still really load up weight get a, a great back uh, exercise in there so uh that would be my choice personally but barbell row nothing wrong with that that challenges you more right because you do have to hold that hinge position um i just like that good blend of you need to hold the position but you're also able to move some weight with your back so best of both worlds i think let's take a look at uh some of these from yesterday, how to set a bench shirt when training alone. I set my shirt all by myself, really. Um, when I initially get it on, I have our training partners. You know, everyone's helping me kind of get it on. Um, swimming the arms and just the convenience factor of that, and then getting strapped up. But in terms of in session modifications, I do all of that myself. So I will be pulling down my shirt, adjusting collars, adjusting triceps. I like to do that all myself because I know where everything's positioned. I know. I know how things are going to feel when it's different on my arm um, so that's uh that's something i do all myself um and i could put on the shirt by myself just the straps There's just no way to really get the straps good but the belt could go around you don't necessarily need straps i wear mine super loose so they're not really doing anything anyway um but if you're training alone you're looking how to do that i, I share all our tips and tricks and we did a online course guys I wanted to put out last month we're a little bit delayed but I'm um, putting the structure together now and I'm hoping to have that sooner than later uh, it's an awesome online course we' all it's all equipped lifting stuff how to train in a shirt how to put on a shirt position a shirt break in a shirt um, compete in a shirt what shirt to get you know differences between them I mean, everything you can think of guys is in this online course on shirt benching it's really an all-encompassing thing especially if you're starting out even if you're advanced you're learning all these tips and tricks of how to compete in a shirt Um, so I'm really excited to get that out uh, to all of you so make sure you're checking that out I'll be definitely promoting it soon once we can get it set up for a pre-order Matt says, What's the best coffee brew before going for a PR? Is it different when you're hitting volume? Um, yeah, so when I'm at a high intense session, and I know that it's going to be a high intense session, I'll, uh, I'll amp up. You know, I got a little fat burner pill there that I usually take if I really want to be amped up. Um, but other than that, it's just I'll make myself some espresso or I'll drink a cold brew can or something. Um, you know that opposite of the past in the past i would have all these different pre-workouts monster energies c4 and i realize it just makes me feel like shit anyway so um you know i've been much better off just like having coffee and you know to be honest with you a lot of the pre-workouts put me to sleep i'm yawning the whole time there's like some sleeping shit in there so i'm good old good old coffee and uh, it don't matter what kind of roast to brew mm. it's something that's gonna hit you a little bit um here we go solving wrist pain. So if someone's having wrist pain, I would first check to see what position your wrists are in when you're benching. Alright, if your wrists are bent back or the bar is, is positioned further back in your hand, a lot of time people mask it by trying to wrap the shit out of their wrist. Um, that's not gonna do it. It's just that's a load distribution error there, you just that loading's not going down through form in a stacked position, that's gonna cause some wrist pain. Um, So we got to analyze where the bar is, where the wrist position is, and then go from there. Um, We got best row variations for bench. So my favorite row variations for the bench press are those that are going to mimic the bench press position as much as possible. So something like a reverse band bench row where you have a barbell suspended in the power rack via bands, right? And then we're pulling that bar down to us Um, We can set up just like how we would in the bench and then pull that bar down into us. And then the other one, seal rows are awesome because, you know, it's the same type of formation. We're just flipping our bodies. We're in a prone position, chest supported, isolates the back really well. And we can get into a nice little upper body arch and then row that bar right into where we would touch. And that's a great specific movement as well. And doing any seated rows too. Trying to mimic that bench position. Same grip, same touch point. Um, So those are movements I'm a fan of. Um, Matt says, I once put Red Bull in my coffee and got halfway to work before I realized I left my car at home. (laughs) That's a great one, my friend. I like that. Uh, Yeah, I I had a buddy of mine. He was He's a big guy. Big guy. Uh, this was years and years ago. We had him have... Uh, he was just nuts. He was nuts for uh, pre-workout and shit like that. And I had this isolated container of 1-3. And that was just a pure form. 10 grams of 1-3. I don't think you could ever get that now. Um, but I had that. And we would put that in our pre-workout. And he had... Man, it was like... Three scoops of pre-workout something nuts like a monster or something and he put the 75 milligrams of one three there's a shit ton in there and i was nervous for him he started trying to train and we probably could have had a cardiac event happen here Um, he started going cold and getting cold sweats and stuff so we just put him in the car (laughs) and we laid him in the back you're, like, all right, you're gonna have to sweat this one out. <laughs> you're done training. But yeah, that was a great story. Uh, Alright, so let's see. We got a couple more from the Instagram the other day. Uh, this was good. Uh, who makes a good deadlift and squat suit? And can I use the squat suit for deads? So, um, yeah, uh, who makes a good squat suit? I like medals equipment for for squats and um you know deadlifts you could use the the squat suit for sure for deadlifts it's all kind of the same thing um you know so you could definitely make a squat suit work it's just like the same thing if you got a, a specific deadlift suit but um and vice versa you could squat in a deadlift suit don't recommend it but um yeah you can interchange those and then i like metals i've always used metals um, for any squats and deadlifts I had a metal ace pro um, That I did in my last meet at 800 And uh, it would use that to pull And um, now I'm in a metal canvas So I really like their equipment I just don't like their bent shirts uh, I think they're shitty bent shirts And Inzer or Titan is the way to go there um, You can do those other options Like overkill is, is one of them too But I just don't feel like waiting 6 months For a custom shirt um, By the time I get it my body's probably already changed By then anyway um oh, if i could get one right away i would definitely like to try that out um any more questions coming in here guys chris koger definitely not a bench only specialist but i hate squats should i do them to help my my hashtag discount code leg drive <laughs> or can i get away with deadlifts um Hate squats Should I just do them uh, to improve leg drive on the bench? Uh, I don't think you need to squat to improve your leg drive necessarily. I think having a strong lower body definitely helps, but I don't think you're going to see that huge payoff because the leg drive really I don't think is going to add as much as you think to the lift. Uh, It's more a positioning thing, so being able to drive into your traps and be able to hold that drive uh, when lowering weight, that's a real key. Uh, if you're a stronger lower body, definitely it helps. But uh, you know how much it helps. You know I I don't think it's enough to warrant doing squats just for that. Uh, poor Rush Shiori. Are clicking elbows problematic. Um, so, as yes and no, definitely probably not a great thing. But um, I have had a clicky left elbow for the longest time, and. Um, you know, it's it hasn't really bothered me. So, it is what it is. I don't know. Maybe Matt has something to say on that, but um, I think it's like kind of a little bit of a red red flag for sure. But um, you know, I've been able to press pain free with a kind of a clicky elbow for a while. So, hasn't really bothered me. All right, guys, we got more questions popping in here. Take a few more. Sip of coffee to the working man. Got my touchdown mug here. Tough game last night. Pats kind of shot themselves in the foot there. Um, You know, but we didn't have a starting QB, and we hung in there with the Super Bowl champs. So I'd say that was, uh, you know, you can take any silver lining. Some really good games with the Chiefs and Seahawks. So I think uh, we'll be just fine this year. Take a few more questions. If anyone wants to drop anything here. I don't know what's going on with the Instagram. I tried starting that today. I didn't even go live on it probably. But we're here on YouTube. Alright guys. So I'm going to close out today's session here. Uh, check out our VIP membership on bigbenches.com. Use that discount code if you listen in earlier, 20% off tonight only. Uh, also, if you want to apply to our online coaching program, I have a lengthy questionnaire Or you could, um, you know, fill out. No cost, I will just get back to you, tell you what you can expect with our online coaching program, um, you know, the things that we'll do in your training, um, how we're going to approach your training and stuff. and. You can get that information back and decide then if if that's something you'd like to pursue. But um, I encourage everyone, if you're interested at all in our online coaching program, joining our team, that you fill out that form. That's how you get the process started, and I'll be in touch. Um, and I really hope that you consider doing that. Go to BigBenches.com. Go to Coaching Services. All right, guys. I really appreciate everyone tuning in today. I had a great time with everyone, and we'll be back next Tuesday. So remember, uh, Instagram Live. You can drop your questions on our Monday post, and I will answer them uh, on Tuesday. All right, guys, sip of coffee to the working man. Catch you all later.